0: what's up everybody and welcome back to the gfy podcast we've got a very special episode for you guys today um it is we're going to kind of recap over 2020 um a lot of stuff happened in 2020 and it's just going to be myself and d4 and we're going to get ourselves into some of that stuff to kind of recap the year
1: We're back. We're back for some podcasts. I think we're going to have a couple podcasts uh, here back-to-back for you guys for sure. And trying to get some guys that we have uh, been playing with on Among Us in the mix too. So if you guys want to see a guest, make sure you tweet at us. If you haven't followed us yet uh, on Twitter, just look up GFY Podcast and you'll find us pretty quickly on there if you want to check that out. Um, And yeah, so... What you got up for us first, Mr. Deezo?
0: Well, and yeah, before we we get into that, um, just kind of talking about some of the people, like different people that have been playing uh, among us and just other games with us. Um, Some of those people, you guys, like, you know, you hear them in the game and you're like, I don't even know who that person is. So we're hoping we can get some of those people on here and you can kind of get their backstory and like how they got into gaming and all that kind of stuff like we've done in the past. So hopefully um, that'll shed a little light into uh some of those people give a little background besides just playing among us with them so
1: yeah Mm -hmm. um and we've met so many new people uh too so that's going to be cool because i don't know i know people from connections with people but i don't know no people so it's going to be good for me and you uh to learn some of these people so it's good
0: yeah all right well kind of the first um so we're kind of talking about 2020 obviously the pandemic is going to be something that we'll talk about a little bit but i don't want it to be all based around the, you know, the whole COVID-19 stuff. So uh, the first thing that we're going to talk about, we're going to kind of go in uh, chronological order here, but uh, the first one that we're going to talk about is in January. uh, The first one is Kobe Bryant dying in the uh, helicopter crash. So like that one uh, says January 26th is when he uh, died in the plane crash, or not plane crash, the helicopter crash. And, um, uh, due to technical difficulties and it also killed, uh, many of the other people that were on board for that, including, including his 13 year old daughter. So, um, that's the <laughs> first one, obviously you and me, like growing up being sports people and, um, watching sports all the time. Like Kobe was like a big part of our childhood, like growing up, like everybody, I mean, it's, he's one of those names that like, you don't have to say the last name. You don't have to say, you know, he's anything about it. It's just like Kobe, like, Oh yeah, I know Kobe. So, I mean,
1: yeah, for Kobe, um, for me, like growing up, I was a big Michael Jordan fan. Um, I got to watch Michael Jordan a little bit growing up. Not a lot, but a little bit. But Kobe was the one where I kind of followed from high school. And he was like the first high school player I can remember going from high school to pro in my memory for whatever reason. Um, And when that happened, he kind of like blew up because everybody started comparing him to Michael Jordan. And there was a span in which him and Michael Jordan got a chance to play against each other a few times. And back then Kobe, I believe was number eight and he, uh, had like a little bit of a fro and I started collecting Kobe Bryant, uh, rookie cards, uh, during that time. So I still have a bunch of, uh, Kobe Bryant, Bryant rookie cards that go for, uh, pretty good money now. Um, but I, back then I didn't really know how to, um, take care of cards very well. Uh, and all that with the new card boom that's going on right now. But, um, but yeah, like Kobe was was huge for me because he was the, he was the guy that um I saw as a player and then as he got older I saw him as like a vet, which was really cool, and he represented, you know, the United States in the Olympics and and had so many years where he was the man. And everybody the the comparisons even when LeBron got into the league, it was always was it who's better, Michael Jordan or Kobe? Michael Jordan or Kobe? Michael Jordan or Kobe? Jordan or Kobe. And then when LeBron kind of took off, everybody kind of thought about Kobe, um, and then it was then it became who's better, Michael Jordan or LeBron, Michael Jordan, and LeBron, and they started comparing championships. But no, everybody forgets that Kobe Bryant has more championships um, than um, LeBron does right now. So it's kind of crazy that that happened. Um, when he died, it was it was pretty tough. Like I love Kobe, and I was I'm not going to say that I was a super fan. Uh, like G eighteen like a super fan. I wasn't like a super fan, but I, he was one of those guys that I was like, he's iconic. Like when he dies, that's that's going to be a bad thing. I can I never imagined that he would die in his prime. Like right now, I thought was his prime. He just got through playing. He had all these business ventures. His daughters were growing up, and that's you know you kind of saw him in the limelight again because his daughters was kind of coming up and um and were kind of being part of the spotlight. So he was kind of always kind of around when it comes to sports shows everybody talked to kobe kind of like they do with scotty pippen right now a lot of people talked to, uh, to scotty pippen about what he thinks about lebron uh, compared to michael and they were throwing kobe in there as well like what do you think about lebron and michael and all that stuff and so you started seeing kobe a little bit more and then he all of a sudden died i compared a lot to uh chester from uh lincoln park which it was like a big one for me that he died and mac miller was a big death for me when he died as well so those deaths were kind of really, really tough in the last couple of years that we've had. Um, I say the last couple of years. I think Mac Miller's been dead longer than you think. I need to look that up. Like how long Mac Miller and, and Chester's been dead? But it's it's been a while now, and that thing like goes quickly. Um, when did they say that Kobe died? Uh, uh, 20- Kobe
0: was January twenty sixth. Oh, it's um, a riot at the beginning of beginning year. So that yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, that kind of that's crazy. To me. Uh,
0: Mac Miller was September seventh. 2018 so yeah so over that's two like, years ago
1: yeah exactly which i when you think about it i'm like oh that just happened just the other day because yeah. you see ariana all the time and she's coming up with songs talking about him and you just all you assume that it wasn't that long ago but it was so what do you know what chester was if you want to look that up for me
0: um it was july 20th 2017 so over yeah. three years ago
1: yeah exactly so um, I remember kind of, I remember we were
0: playing uh PUBG when uh Chester died because I remember like playing while we were playing PUBG games like playing the music or what, like Linkin Park music while we were mm-hmm. playing PUBG. Um so I mean that was a few years ago or whatever but um I mean there were some more um some other you know big time stars that uh that did die in 2020 like uh, uh Black Panther uh Oh, yeah. Died. yeah. That's like, crazy. People, well, the thing crazy with him was, like, nobody even knew, like, really he was sick. It was just, like, yeah. he didn't tell anybody. Like, he, you know, shot the, like, some of the Avenger movies and stuff like that, all that, like, while he was, like, super sick and, like, people didn't even know, like, except for the people that were, like, really close to him.
1: And he was going to a lot of events and stuff that were, uh, like, cancer patients and doing all that stuff and... Uh, he was doing a lot of charity work and that was kind of crazy to think that he's the one that was, uh, actually the one that was sick too, doing all that stuff. So that's kind of crazy.
0: Yeah. Another, another big one was, uh, Alex Trebek who like just passed away not not too long ago. I think it was a few weeks ago. Did you see where, uh,
1: they're trying to replace, not replace him, but they're going to put, uh, people in his place, um,
0: I saw that that they were going to put that that Ken Jennings Jennings, or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. I saw that he was uh, possibly going to be one that was on there or whatever.
1: Yeah. That's kind of crazy and cool, though. I wish they would replace him with someone like that because, I I mean, I feel like that's probably good. I don't want them to get another big-name celebrity. You know how they kind of did with The Price is Right when um, Bob left, they kind of put in Drew Carey. I don't want another big-name celebrity in there, to be honest. I want someone brand new that we can kind of grow into. So I don't know. That's just me, though. Maybe.
0: Yeah, and then uh, another one that was kind of uh, big in the U.S. was the uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, like died or whatever. But I mean, she's obviously older, but so it wasn't like a you know surprise kind of thing. Um, But so that's that's some of the kind of major people that have you know passed on here in 2020. So I mean, it's been a crazy year. But surprising, I mean, with the, you know, lots of people have had family members and um, just people they know that have passed away due to COVID or due to complications from COVID and things like that. So, I mean, it has been a crazy year, uh, no doubt about that. But um, the next uh, next article thing that I kind of have up was in February when uh, Trump was acquitted of his impeachment. So he was they tried to impeach him and that kind of went through don't really want to get a whole lot into like politics politics whatever. stuff or whatever but you know that was just something that did happen uh in this year and then of course uh going into the election and all the debacles and everything you know whatever side you're for on that like <clears throat> crazy year to be having an election and having you know all the controversy with mail in votes and versus people going to vote and Uh, People not being able to vote due to COVID stuff, and uh, it just seemed like it was a crazy year, and of course, you know, it went into, you know, what was it, like a month before we even really officially knew who was going to be president, kind of thing. Um, But, so that was another crazy thing that went on in 2020, is just dealing with all the elections, because, you know, usually when you have an election, it, uh... You know, by that night, you're like, oh, okay, you know, you know, Biden won. You know, it's it's pretty much over. But <laughs> you know, on this one, it was yeah. drawn out just because of all the. It's still challenges. being drawn and, yeah, it's out. Yeah, still kind of being drawn out. Even though didn't they on the fourteenth didn't they go ahead and vote or whatever like the.
1: I haven't been keeping up with it to be honest. <clears throat> I think that's when the I, kinda got rid I think of. that's
0: when the electoral Cost. college voted or yeah placed their vote stuff or whatever on the fourteenth. So I think it's official now. Again, I don't follow it as as much anyway. But it was because
1: yeah, I, I don't have c- cable. I don't yeah. have cable or TV. I yeah. just got rid of that altogether. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I really miss is sports. But
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, we. I mean, when we first uh, w- when we went to just the streaming stuff, I was like, man, I'm gonna. It's gonna be weird, like just going from like just turning on the TV and the you know channel already being there and all that kind of stuff, like having to. Load it up and, you know, go into an app and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, you get used to it and it's not that big a deal. Like, I, I really don't know why we kept cable as long as we did, um, or like satellite dish or any of those kinds of things. Like, I don't understand why people even still use those.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's
0: just, but anyway. Um, another thing, let's see, lots of, uh, well, I mean, like when the whole, uh, COVID stuff hit, like, um, like almost immediately, like it was in the middle of March Madness, wasn't it? Or right before March Madness, I guess. Right before, started. yeah, because yeah. a
1: lot of teams like Duke were already bowing out of the tournament. And that's kind of what set everybody mm-hmm. uh, on fire, and then everybody started jumping. Yeah, out they of it. were all.
0: Was- yeah, I think there was like the SEC tournament and some of those other tournaments were going on during that time, and so it kind of shut down um, the sports world. Um, I mean, there were a lot of things that, sports-wise that were supposed to happen, like. Almost immediately, as soon as basketball shut down, like they canceled uh, the College World Series, and we're like, man, hey, that's not till June, and they're already shutting that stuff down. And now here we are, like right. you know, eight months later, and like, oh, well, shit's still shut down. Um, yeah. But, you know, that, there was supposed to be an Olympics, the Summer Olympics this year in Tokyo was canceled. Um, Let's see what else was there. I mean, there was just all kinds of stuff that was shut down, different major uh, sporting events. Uh they moved like the drafts and all those things were moved back uh the n b a and the n f l drafts were moved back uh just to kind of give more time so i mean it was it's definitely unprecedented, like the way all that kind of stuff is kind of gone on, but
1: yeah I mean it was kind of crazy how um all that stuff got cancelled, and we were freaking out. And there was only like fifty cases at the time in the U.S. Now there's like fifty cases per minute <laughs> in the yeah, U.S. Yeah. kind of thing. Like it's not even close now. And we're all, you know, we're back up. We're not normal. Don't get me wrong. We're no one's normal right now. Yeah, we're still there's still like three thousand cases
0: a day. I mean, it's people are. Yeah, still. Yeah, it's
1: it's nuts. And I think I saw a thing. No matter how you want, I got in a. I'm not gonna say I got in a fight on Twitter. It was just an idiot that replied to me on Twitter. And whether you had COVID or you died of complications with COVID or however they were paired, COVID was involved in the equation. That amount of people that died, um, I, th- I think I saw a thing where, like, uh, a couple of weeks ago, like, the number one killer in, in the U.S., there was, like, a couple of major events. And then it was, like, COVID, 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 at, at like, number four, five, and six. And then it was, like, 9-11 and all that stuff below it. And it was kind of crazy how... Um, they were saying this day was the deadliest and that was last Wednesday. Last Thursday was the sixth deadliest and the last Friday was the seventh deadliest. Like, it's just crazy how they were, uh, putting that in perspective. And, um, yeah, I just, we are like functioning now, which I don't know what the, the real deal is because if you, you go in and you cut people off for, let's say we go in for two weeks, Biden gets, uh, control and he says, Hey, we're going to shut everything down for two weeks. We we figured out the first time we went into lockdown that we need those essential workers, even the people that work at McDonald's, people work at the dollar store, people that work at uh, Walmart. We need those people working because that's how our world basically runs on our United States runs anyways. And so if we go into another lockdown, I'm afraid it's going to be it's going to be kind of crazy. I don't know if there's any slowing this thing down. I think our last hope and prayer is that this vaccine uh, kind of takes over. And that kind of brings me to my next point. Are you somebody that's gonna get the vaccine or not get the vaccine?
0: Um, I've I've kind of gone back and forth on it. Like I have too. Um you know, like you see all those commercials where it's like um like if you've been uh like around like asbestos or whatever like that, you may be entitled to a settlement. Like I was talking to the guy yesterday, or another guy the other day and there's like a meme or something he was showing me and it was like uh, 10 years from now, they'll be showing those commercials. Like if you receive the first COVID uh, vaccine. vaccine, you may be entitled to a settlement or something like that. Like <laughs> right, you, could, you, have, you could be have a uh, lifelong diarrhea or something. I don't know. but uh, um, So, I mean, like I've kind of gone back and forth on it. Um I think I mean I think it's good to have like for you know frontline workers and for people that are um super high risk and all that kind of stuff but at the same time like I don't know that like herd immunity isn't like the best way that we're going to be able to beat it like the people that are healthy enough to fight it off like get those antibodies in your body you know like let your body fight it off so that you can But the thing is, like, they still don't know, like, who's, like, they say, you know, you know, elderly people and, you know, different risk and things like that. But they really haven't, like, there's, nobody really knows, like, the long-term effects. Um, I was reading a little bit of stuff on news um, the other day about, um, like, it's called, like, long COVID-19 or something like that. Like, where you still have, like, you have it, but then you still have symptoms for, like, up to a month or more later Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just talking about like some of the different long term effects uh, that some people are having. And like the thing is, like it's just so much like it just hits people so much differently. Like uh, my grandpa like has it and he's 91, 92, something like that. And he's in the hospital, but he's doing better. And like they're just kind of, he, he has to be on oxygen is the only reason he's still there and they're trying to wean him off the oxygen. Um, but like, my grandmother who's like in way worse health than him has like dementia and uh, heart problems and all this stuff. Like she tested positive uh, and she's asymptomatic has had no problems, no fever, no anything. And so like it didn't even affect her. And then both my parents both tested positive as well uh, because they, you know, helped take care of my grandparents. And so like they both tested positive and they're both asymptomatic. So, I mean, it's like, these people have like the same genes they have you know like my parents have like the same blood type and stuff but I don't know like they've just said like different things you know it just affects everybody so much different there's healthy people that get it and then they like die two days later so I mean there's no like it's just weird like it's it's just kind of the strangest thing
1: I think it I for me personally I think it has to do with your current health when you get it um for my parents um they had they had the same virus because I think my mom gave it to my dad, and my mom got kicked in the face with it she was she's had thyroid problems and yes. and stuff uh and she was in bed for like ten days and just what didn't feel like getting out of bed and just blah 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 my dad he was he said he was like five minutes away from calling an ambulance come to get her um just to take her to the hospital and get you know on a ventilation system or or whatever and he he got it, tested positive for it. Uh, 3 days later and uh he said it went in waves, but it was kind of like the flu and he just worked it off, kind of. He didn't go to work, but he was just always busy doing stuff and didn't want to lay down in bed cuz he's not that kind of guy. Right. He's like one of those <laughs> hard-nosed, strong. Yeah, that's uh, how my grandpa people.
0: is. Like, you know, when I talk to him, he's like, well, "I just need to hurry up and get me off this oxygen so I can go home." <laughs> but, <laughs> So like even yeah. if he was sicker than he's putting on to, he, he wouldn't let anybody know. So it's-
1: yeah, and he got over. My dad got over. He said it did come in waves. He said it hit him a little bit, it went away, and then kind of hit him back a little bit. But he didn't have it as much as my mom, for sure. But it has to be the same strand that, that my right. mom gave to my dad. You yeah. know? So I don't know. I, I think it's, it's a little weird, but um, definitely scary. I can tell you that. It's scary. Um, to have your parents get it, and you know this because both of our parents have had it. Yeah, um, it's scary because you don't know how the virus is going to react to them. You don't know what you know what you can do. You feel hopeless. You don't know if you should go g- get some other kind of medicine. You don't know if you need to go get some Mucinex. You don't know if you need a a steroid shot. You don't know if you need to go get a um, like an asthma pump. Well, like, what do you do? What do you, what is the Right. Uh, what's the solution? so you feel hopeless when this is going on, but it is what it is.
0: yeah, it is crazy. all right. The next news story that I have um was in April, and i honestly i mean this was during yeah. pandemic time, and I probably wasn't even paying any attention to the news uh but this actually happened in Canada in Nova scotia Nova scotia <laughs> yeah, but uh apparently, there was a shooter that killed twenty two people um so it so said the killing spree lasted over 12 hours. He was uh, he set fire to several locations, and he fatally shot 22 people. Um, so basically he was dressed up like a police officer, and he had a police replica car and was just driving around, firing it at, at unsuspecting people just walking down the street and stuff like that. So he and was then, playing IRL GTA. I guess so. And then he eventually uh, was um, shot at a uh, gas station by a... A uh, police officer, or whatever, but um, yeah, it's just crazy. Like, he killed it, says like a police officer was killed, a firefighter was killed, a nurse, a teacher, um, and apparently he was a, a dental technician, so it wasn't like I mean, I guess he was a person that was like normally functioning, you know, it wasn't like a you know, some of these people you see, it's like, oh, they they've had you know, mental issues and still live with their parents and. You know, all that kind of stuff. but um, So that's another story that I didn't even know about. And uh, that's crazy that that happened, you know, kind of in the the midst of all the other crazy stuff that was going on.
1: Yeah, that is kind of crazy. I I didn't hear anything about it. But, again, I don't have the news and all that. But I feel like in the United States, we already have that on, like, a daily basis. I feel like we're a little numb to all that. Uh, I'm not saying that 22 people die from a mass killer every second here in the United States. But... When you turn on the news they're they're there for the catchy headlines and to get you interested or continue to watch the news throughout the whole cast. so the first thing they're gonna talk about is fourteen dead in Chicago, Illinois, and like they're just gonna say something crazy and then you you listen on down the road and it's like oh yeah they um they all had cancer and they were just whatever and so right. it's like what. Like, you, they just want you to watch. So, I didn't hear anything about that Nova Scotia thing, but I, I, I'm there'll probably be a Netflix series on it at some point in time that I'll right, end up yeah. watching.
0: Yeah. Um, so, all right, yeah. the next one that... Um, so, I mean, you and I were both alive during uh, September 11th. Like, we're old yes. enough to at least, you know, know yeah, what kind of happened. Um, but, so, like, in September 11th, you know, we... Uh, it was kind of you know something that kind of shook our country kind of similar to COVID, kind of thing and so like when september 11th happened like everybody i mean i guess we had like a set enemy from it like it was like osama bin laden and you know taliban all this kind of stuff um so like we all had somewhere to like turn our our aggression and anger to um but like the United States as a whole during that time just kind of like came together. It was like everybody helping everybody, like everybody wanted to be, like it was proud to be, you know, American and, you know, fighting together for one cause and all that kind of stuff. And I kind of thought that that's how like the COVID situation was going to be. Like everybody's like, oh, you know, we'll help everybody and stuff like that. And it kind of started out like that. Um, But then my next story is something that kind of, like, threw a wrench in all this. And, I mean, there's a lot of other stories that go along with it, but uh, in May was when the whole George Floyd um, thing where he died in police custody, and most people know the, you know the story or whatever, and the I can't breathe and all that kind of stuff or whatever. But it really, you know, like, turned our country. A lot of people just, like, turned on each other. And, uh, like, you know, people calling to defund police and people uh rioting and you know it it was i mean there was other you know other um deaths that happened during this time and ones that had happened previous to that but that one you know was like on video and all that kind of stuff and so like everybody it was just kind of went viral and everybody was kind of all about um you know following with all that following up with all that kind of stuff keeping their eye on like every person that was uh killed by police or you know all that kind of stuff so that was definitely one that i felt like going into you know may like i felt like the us was like let's all band together help people that we can let's try to you know beat covid and get through this thing as quickly as possible and then that kind of threw a wrench in that whole thing and it yeah. it really uh i don't know it really just showed like ugly side of some people because like some people that you thought were just like, you know, normal, you know, good people like, you know, you've been around them and talking to them. Then all of a sudden they're, you know, jumping like extremists to from one or to one side or the other. <clears throat> yeah. And I mean, obviously no one should be murdered in police custody. No one should be, um, you know, killed over, you know, something minor. Um, but I mean, at the same time, these police officers are doing their job to you know protect people but there's people that were just so far on like one side or the, one other. Side yeah.
1: the other yeah that's that I feel like normal people that have a fucking brain are in the middle saying yeah we need bad cops to get the fuck out and and also saying we need we need to treat um you know every human that's here in the United States as as an equal and that's the crazy thing to me is when and i and, and so I can get on this big rant with everything. But the main, main topic that I want to say is everybody in this country, except for the Native Americans, came from somewhere else, okay? We're all different colors, uh, and, and there's all different ethnic backgrounds. We've all mixed with each other so much now. You, you walk anywhere, you walk into Walmart, you're going to see 50 different races, and uh, I, w- I will be honest as a white male that you, I I when I get pulled over by the police, I'm not nervous about if they're going to shoot me. I'm more nervous about how much the ticket's going to be. Um, and if I was a black male, then I know that I would have other things in the back of my mind on that stuff. And I would probably think that I was going to be treated different no matter what's going on. And I've seen a lot of stuff on online about it and i've seen a lot of stuff uh in person talking to people um but it's a real thing it's a real thing and i understand the frustrations i understand the frustrations from the cops perspective because not all cops are bad cops um but i feel like like you were saying there's there's these idiots that are on the so far right or so far left on each one of these that it just it like blows my freaking mind. And this goes with politics too. Like the ones that are totally for Trump and he could do anything and they're like for him or for Biden they they just ignore everything that he's ever done and they're like I don't care if a if a you know a trash can was running as a democrat I would vote for a trash can. Like I, I just don't understand that as a moderate myself and I I like things that are on the right, I like things that are on the left and I, I and I want uh the best for uh, both worlds like um, if I'm leaning more Republican, I'm like, well, I still think that, you know, uh, climate change is a real thing. Like there's, that's a real problem that we're having. I'm not going to just ignore it because if I lean more Republican or if I lean more Democrat, I'm not saying that, you know, uh, abortion is the only you know, like you there can't be abortion or whatever stance you have on abortion. Like, I feel like there's there's got to be an equal amount on each side. We just got to be uh, aware of each side. I feel like when that happens, there's a lot of people that are not aware of the other side. They only think what they think is okay. And there's not another side. And we don't want to look at things from another side. And I know I don't like, I like bringing this up because I, I feel like it, it uh, goes along with us is with our Twitch streams. I try to be the person that's in the middle. When people say something really like far right, far left in my Twitch chat we try to talk about it a little bit and say like hey well, why do you feel this way like are you just being a troll or do you really feel this way if you really feel this way let's talk it out and so sometimes we'll get in 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 a conversation and we'll have good conversations like you feel this way you just and it usually it's because there's something traumatic has happened to that person in their life or that they feel that way because their parents or somebody close to them feels very strongly about it and so they feel the same way because their parents do so or whoever's close to them. So I don't know. Um, Well, and I feel like a lot of people
0: are just, um, they're influenced by influencers. Like they watch, you know, a certain YouTube channel or they listen to a certain podcast or they listen to whatever. Because I'll be honest, like there'd be some things that I have like a view on and I'll like listen to a podcast and I'll be like, oh, they have a pretty good view. Like maybe that's a smarter view than, you know, what I had kind of thing. So I mean, like a lot of people are influenced by influencers. That's why they're called influencers because they influence people. Yeah. Um uh, but uh, at the same time like you the problem is that a lot of times like these influencers may influence someone that is like younger kids or whatever that you know haven't don't have any life experiences. They just hear something and then it's automatically like that's a fact to them kind of thing. And so like I I feel like uh with that being said like there's a lot of, I mean, you can be one way or the other, but um I just, I don't like the fact that there's so many people that won't even listen to someone else's point of view, like it's just uh like cut and dry, like you know the Earth is flat, like nothing you can do to tell me or show me is gonna change right. my mind, you know, and ten thousand other different things that have uh, that are ever even far left or far right, and like. It's all the, like, you're either with us or you're against us kind of thing uh-huh. or whatever. So, um, I don't know.
1: I am, I am... I will say this, and I'm not giving anybody credit, whether it's Democrats or Republicans. I was glad once the election was over, there wasn't the same response that there was for the whole Black Lives Matter movement. And I think we all can agree that the looting and the trashing of uh, different businesses and people being idiots um that that didn't happen i was i was very happy that that didn't happen i didn't know it because of a covid there's a hundred different things that i think are are um factors on that but um i was glad that i didn't say that again cuz that was just it didn't make it made no sense to me there were like black um store owners that were getting their businesses absolutely ruined and looted And it was people that were rioting over Black Lives Matter. It was like I I didn't understand that, and and it wasn't just Black people. It was like whites and Hispanics and blacks, all the same that were yeah, like free TV, free TV, right? But it was like, and they were standing out front of their businesses, going, "Hey, look at me! I'm literally I own this business, and they can't." They couldn't stop them. Like I'm black. Why are you looting my stuff? Like well, this and that, and like no you know, sense. like
0: the governors and stuff. Like told the police to like stand down and stuff. Like in Seattle, like oh, just let it happen, kind of thing. And that part didn't make well, sense to me either.
1: It was a, it was like a mob mentality, though. Yeah. It's, it's just, I think people that were already criminals were just given a, a reason to be a criminal. So I don't know. It's weird. Um, I know it's just a little side thing. I don't know if you have watched this yet, D20, but every uh i'll probably say his name wrong but it's mark robert you know the guy that makes the like the whole package bombs and stuff yeah, yeah yeah, like yeah yeah so he put out a new one this year and they through the video um he he has all the recordings and stuff if you don't know basically he grabs um he has this package that is a fake package of like a headset and like uh like uh, AirPods or whatever. And he like rebrands it or whatever. And people steal it off people's porches. They take it home. They open it up and a glitter bomb goes off. And then his fart spray, AKA skunk spray and everything else goes off every 30 seconds. And then he has recording through phones and GPS, and he can track these packages and, and get them back and everything. But he records the audio to the cloud and he can listen to the audio and all that stuff and uh, have the video as well. So he does all that. And on this one case there was this little kid this little kid there was a guy getting arrested out on the street he goes he grabs the package as the guy was getting arrested on the street from his neighbor that lives in an apartment beside him which it was it was one of those volunteers that said they would do that so the guy the kid runs grabs it takes it inside and as he takes it inside he's talking to his mom and he's like it felt so good and he's she's like Oh it did and she was like he's like, yeah, it felt so good to steal. And you you tell this kid's like from like 8 10 11 years old, I don't know how old he is, but you can hear from his voice he's he's a, he's a minor for sure. And he's talking about and his mom is like, "Well, that's my Christmas present." She's like claiming this thing that he, <laughs> he stole. stole. Yeah, and sh- and he's like, "Oh, but I wanted it kind of thing." And they open it up and the whole thing goes off and everything. Um and I was just thinking like his mom was like helping him encouraging like encouraging it like. yeah encouraging him to steal and like how it felt and like not doing what was right and i feel like those are the type of people that continue to loot and steal and steal packages which isn't as it is not is a its its own problem that we have that that so many millions of packages get stolen stolen off of a porch i wouldn't think twice to going up to somebody especially with all the ring doorbells and everything else that's uh technology wise but a lot of these people don't get caught or they do get caught, but it's not enough money. So if you don't steal anything under a certain amount, it doesn't become a felony and it doesn't become, you know, it's um, it's like a minor slap on that on the wrist for a lot of this stuff. And I'm like, that's somebody's Christmas present that somebody paid for. And now they got to replace and then you steal it. and It's just it just creates so many different problems. And now the police are chasing down people that are. Um, you know, doing these small petty crimes that shouldn't, you know, shouldn't have to waste their time, and now they're frustrated, and there's comes a lot of different things to go on with that. But that's just it's ridiculous, like okay. h- how that mindset even goes through people's mind, whether it's the looting, whether it's the stealing. I, like my dad would have beat the brakes off of me, and he did. And we've talked about it on this podcast before. Like in my mind, when I was a kid, I broke a couple windows because. My cousin encouraged uh, me and himself to go, you know, break some shit. But my dad absolutely beat the brakes off of me. And I never thought again about doing anything stupid ever again, whether I was encouraged by someone else. Because I always thought there's there's an A and a B. I can pick. Go down A and be good and and don't have the consequences. Or B, where I got to lie and then lie again and lie again and deal with the consequences, get my ass beat, and then deal with the consequences even more and then thinking my dad doesn't trust me anymore and that hurt me more than anything was when all that stuff would happen when you're a kid. Like, I didn't want my parents to think bad on me or didn't want them to trust me or think that I was, um, you know, having, putting a bad mark on our name, you know? So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, uh, kind of going along those same lines, I um, listened to an audio book, like, not too long ago um, by Jocko Willings. You know, that is, he's been on, uh, he's been on Joe Rogan and stuff a few times anyway, but it's called like extreme ownership and he's like a former, um, Navy SEAL and it's him and another Navy SEAL that wrote this, like they go around and do like, they pretty much like try to turn around like companies that are failing and stuff like that. And they basically go in and implement, um, strategies that they've learned, like from being Navy SEALs and being like command leaders of like Navy SEALs platoons and all that kind of stuff. And they, like, implement it into, like, the um, business world and stuff like that. But, like, their whole thing is, like, extreme ownership. Like, whatever you do, like, own it. Like, that's what I, that was my decision. That's what I did. And, you know, live with the consequences. Because it's so much, like, so many people will give you more grace if you'll, you know, just come out and say, like, you know, that was my idea. This is my reasoning for it. And, you know, like... If I get fired, I get fired. If I get a promotion, I get a promotion. Like, you know, or if it's somebody else's, you know, don't, not claiming other people's stuff, but just basically, the whole thing, you know, the whole thing of the whole book is like extreme ownership and just being responsible and taking response responsibility for, you know, your actions and what you have, uh, you know, choices that your you decision made. You're making. Yeah. yeah, because so many people just like try to, you know, even in the business world, like. You know, like, a, you know, why is your company failing? Oh, well, it's uh, this person's fault. Um, like, say you're like a supervisor and like, well, why are you not meeting your quotas? well? This person's uh, or this person isn't getting everything done or whatever. Or they're not completing it correctly or we're losing money this way or that way. But I mean, it's your job as that supervisor to either, you know, be more precise on telling them what their what your expectations are for them if they don't understand their your expectations or finding someone else that can work in that position no matter how good they are like as far as like what education they have or any of that kind of stuff but uh like that's kind of the whole premise of the book but it's a really good book um i enjoyed it i mainly enjoyed it because of the navy seal stuff like i've always been like infatuated with all that kind of stuff because he was uh he was the platoon leader of uh what's the guy's name Chris the one that was American Sniper or whatever Chris Kyle think. yeah Chris Kyle he was his platoon leader or whatever when he was um, in the SEALs or whatever so um, when but I anyway. make
1: grid shots on um, on games they call me Chris Kyle too so they do
0: that, that is, true. That is hey,
1: true there's like um, there's like a I don't it's a legend I don't know if it's true about Chris Kyle that he killed a guy from a mi- uh, literally a mile away yeah, it's like one I, of uh, sniper shot.
0: yeah I read like his book before the movie was made or whatever Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it talked about <clears throat> that and how, um, you know, like he didn't think he had a chance at even hitting the guy, but he was kind of just shooting to like scare him because they were like following some of his men or something like that. Um, right. like some people that he was overwatching and, uh, like he was like, I just, you know, had my spotter just kind of get me as close as possible. And he's like, I just pulled the trigger and then watched the guy drop, and I was like, holy shit I actually hit him <laughs> like he yeah. he, w- he wasn't even thinking he was gonna hit him he was hoping to just like hit close to him and like you know slow him down or scare him or whatever
1: that's not though Literally. all the way around
0: yeah all right on to our next story um this one like I guess we didn't really have an impact to, be, uh, to us really because it was on the west coast, but the murder hornets do you remember <laughs> hearing about this stuff yeah like, people uh, were
1: freaked out about yeah. that and um here's like i ha- i don't know um i've seen hornets before and they're big and i've seen grasshoppers that are the size of my hand and people are like you're lying i'm like no i've seen grasshoppers the size of my hand look like birds when they're flying um but murder hornets they really don't scare me that much like i'm not really as scared of bees or wasps or bumblebees or hornets when they get near me i just go along my business and if i'm not like if I didn't accidentally step on like a yellow jacket's nest or that's in a hole, I, we have a lot of stuff that's like buries itself in the hole in itself. Yeah, like and itself. Dirt so,
0: daubers and stuff
1: like that. Yeah, yeah. And all that stuff. So I don't, I'm not really worried about like, and I can tell a dirt dauber from a wasp. And a lot of people are like, Oh my God, it's a wasp. I'm like, no, that's a dirt dauber. Like you get, there's like a separation between the butt and the body is like a little bit of a thin line. And you can tell the difference between. And so I don't really get messed up about it. And so, but the murder hornets, I I mean, it looked kind of cool. Like it's like one of those things when all the locusts come out at the same time, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, they're tearing up everything or whatever." Yeah. I'm I think just not. Like, and
0: I I don't know intrigued. for sure because again, this was another story I didn't really follow, but I, I'd heard of it or whatever. But I think what their their main uh, worry was is the fact that they were just like wiping out entire bee colonies. And like bees hmm. are used for you know pollination, everything, of, yeah, of everything, pretty much. So I think that's why they were. I think that was because it was like in Washington State, and so I'm guessing it was they're worried about the pollination. Um, but of course, a giant hive or like a I don't what is what is a group of flying stuff? I don't know, like a drone of <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> a like group that. of gr- group of hornets is called. But um, but it. I guess if they're all like two inches. Big. I mean, I guess it could be kind of scary. If they're all just swarming around you. No, but anyway, um, let's see. Moving on to some more stories. Um, obviously, a big one, and I mean, not again, we're not being political one side or the other, but the fact that uh, we have, or I guess we'll eventually have, um, the first ever um, woman vice president and black woman vice president so, oh, an asian i guess she's like black and asian mixed or mix whatever. yeah so
1: um back real quick when the hornets it's called yeah. a bike
0: uh, ah yeah, of course the bike of hornets
1: yes that's what's called it literally says look at that bike of hornets is what you could say in a uh,
0: <laughs> that's what i always say <laughs> <That's in> a, <laughs> holy yeah, shit bike of hornets is stinging the shit out of me <laughs> and if
1: they're if they're on the nest it's a nest of hornets and if they're flying together it's a it can be a swarm too oh, so biker swarm pretty much yeah. Um that's pretty stupid. <laughs> Anyways, but back to the vice president thing. I don't know much about her. I don't really have a lot of comments on her because I don't know much about her. I'd like to do some more research on her. Um and kinda get, you know, her background and everything. You know, vice president kinda gets swept under the rug like even right. when Biden was our vice president, I didn't know much about him either. either. Like, I know that sounds really—I like, don't really um, irresponsible. Like, but I don't same know. thing with
0: Pence. Like, I don't know anything that he's done or not done, kind of thing.
1: He hadn't said anything during this whole thing, has yeah. he? Like I, the whole election that I know I,
0: don't of. Um, like, I think. Well, I mean, I uh, I work with some people that are like hardcore Trump people, and like I get tired of like hearing them talk about stuff. Like they act like you know, like biden and harris or like the antichrist or whatever like yeah I like, so far like, because ridiculous. like like we were talking about earlier everybody's like so far one way or the other and like me myself like I, I you know i listen to both sides like i'll listen to like some ben shapiro stuff and i'll listen to some you know other people's stuff but like so i'm not really like one way or the other but i don't mind listening to both sides but um I think the reason so many people are making a big deal about Harris is because Biden is, like, so old. And, like, he has, like, dementia and all this other stuff. So, I don't know. I guess people are are saying that, like, um, she could end up being our president, like, in the next four years if he doesn't hold up. (laughs)
1: And that's fine, too. Because, again, I don't know why people, like, forget to talk about this part. That the United States is made up of a system of checks and balances. It's not like, and I and and you heard this all the time, and I've said this before on the podcast or some form of fashion, maybe on our my Twitch channel. But people act like when, like, let's say for example, Obama was in uh, office and gas prices would go up, they're like, "Thanks, Obama, thanks a lot." Like he had <laughs> anything to do with the fucking gas prices? Yeah, he like,
0: was like, "Let's raise gas prices. Let's do it."
1: Yeah, like it's so dumb to think that the president has the power for every little problem you have in your life, nor does the president uh, like even care about the little things that you're, you're, you're like, griping and bitching about like oh my god it's rained here seven days thanks obama (laughs) like it doesn't make any damn sense half the time like you understand there's so many things that we have to go through and yes there's a veto system and there's like we have so many different branches of government like it doesn't make any damn sense and i just want to punch people in the face when they're like yeah trump i swear to god man that dude he could do anything man he's like jesus christ Brad. it's like the best i've ever seen like it doesn't make any goddamn sense like half the shit that has happened isn't because trump did or didn't do something what did trump say he was going to do the first thing he said he was going to do is build a fucking wall how did that happen it didn't it didn't happen because he has to go through checks and balances where's he going to get the money are they going to approve it and where's the land going to come from like there were so many things that he had to do and it never fucking happened because of the checks and balance system so I don't know why people all freak out and everything about the dumbest shit. Like I'm moving to Canada. If yeah. Biden gets elected, I'm moving to fucking go, bitch later.
0: Yeah, and that's the same. That's the same thing that everybody said when Trump was running for president. Like, oh, if Trump becomes president, I'm moving out of here or whatever. Like it. Like to me, like first of all, I don't vote anyway, and like it doesn't affect my day to day life. Like the only things that have happened like under Trump is I kept my, I got uh, more money back on taxes. And uh, I got a stimulus check. Like, I mean, that's the only things that that like are notable. That's you. They're like a notable to me, like under his reign. But again, all that stuff had to be approved. All that stuff had to be passed by Republicans yeah. and Democrats. So I mean, right. it's it really doesn't make any sense. Like, and on the same, on the other side, there's all these people that just hate Trump. And it's like, well, why do you hate Trump? It's like I, I just hate Trump. Like, <laughs> there's yeah, like there's if no. You say wh- like what, he what he didn't pay his Trump? taxes. Okay, here's here's my thing with the whole tax stuff. Like I'm not a millionaire nor will I ever be, but like these people are millionaires and they know the tax code and they learn how to not pay taxes. Like the That's tax codes are, the tax codes are set up for people to get breaks that um employ people and that give housing to people. So the fact that he's a real estate mogul, he hits both of those. Like, he employs yeah. people and he gives housing to people. Like, that's what the tax code's set up for. So that people that, you know, give housing, they're like lower-end housing, like those people get a huge tax break because they're, uh, you know, giving people places to live. People that give people jobs, those people, I mean, because it all helps the economy. People have places to live, then they're more likely to be able to work. If people are working, then they're, you know, contributing to the economy. And so like I've never understood why that was like such a huge deal of like worrying about his taxes.
1: It's always something. And when Obama was in, it's always something like, he's not even a citizen here. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. How many times does he have to tell you he was born in Hawaii? Like, and everybody just freaks out about it. And no one gripes about the tax thing with Jeff Bezos. You know why? Because he fucking owns everything in the world, and he's the richest man in the world, but no one cares. Like, oh, God, Jeff Bezos don't pay any taxes either. You know that, right? Because he literally helps out our economy. So why would we tax somebody that helps out our economy? He's just going to move somewhere else that doesn't have any taxes. So... Why yeah, don't you just, just chill the, the fuck money. out? Yeah, keep the money yeah, here. Smart people. Yeah, smart people. The ones that are millionaires and billionaires, you know why they're millionaires and billionaires? Because they know how to fuck with their money, okay? And I'm not saying Trump is any better than the next person or Jeff Bezos or whoever. I'm just saying smart people have money because they know that they they don't just spend the money. You, you hear about this all the time. When people are poor and they win the lottery and then they're broke the next two years is because they didn't make the life choices before they were broke in the first place to right. get to a decent place then they won the lottery the reason why most people that are uh that are playing the lottery and i'm not saying i haven't played the lottery before and i i definitely love me some scratch-off tickets and go to the casino mm. hey, and everything in between <laughs> like a hey, hey, fucking man like i'm a sucker for that shit right yeah, I, i'm not gonna be and, mad and if i, I win
0: that. the if i win the lottery i won't right. be mad
1: <laughs> but it's not a smart life decision to go play the lottery every week it's like you're literally wasting money that you could be spending or investing otherwise because the chances of you actually hitting it are ridiculous but those people they win the lottery and they're broke again because what's the first thing they do oh i'm gonna buy me a fucking car well what do cars do the first thing cars do is just go down in price right when you drive it off the lot you're losing on average six thousand dollars as soon as you drive it off the lot so you're dumb as fuck if you keep buying vehicles with it because you're just cutting your money in half, and then you have to pay taxes on that money. And then you give so and so and so and so and your uncle's baby mama, grandma's dad,
0: yeah, you give buy them him all cars. some money.
1: Yeah, and you're fucked. You have no money by the end of it. So, again, the rich people are rich because they know how to use their money. So, yeah. sorry, not sorry.
0: Well, and then the next thing <clears throat> with the whole uh, like winning the lottery stuff is they'll go out and buy like these, uh, these giant estates. You know, like, say say they just won, like, $5 million, and they go out and buy a $3 million house, and then they, you know, buy some cars, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They spend the majority of their money, and they're like, oh, I'll just live off this last few hundred thousand dollars um, for the rest of my my life or some crap like that. Anyway, so then they, you know, they buy all that stuff, and they don't really have any extra money sitting around. They don't invest anything. They don't, any of that. And then they have to start paying, like, um, real estate taxes and all these kind of taxes on these giant estates that they buy, and then they can't afford it because they don't have the money to pay, you know, fifty thousand dollars a year on property tax for your yeah like ten million dollar house.
1: Whether you own everything—the land, the house, the the water, the mineral rights—it doesn't matter. You're still playing. You're going to pay property tax, and guess what? In the United States, it's double. Property tax than it is in anywhere else in the world, it's double. Think about that; it's double than anywhere else in the world. We pay more for our part of the world than anybody else. Double. So, I mean, you're dumb if you if you buy some. If you have five million and you go buy 3000000 three million, you're already in debt because the government already took half of your fucking shit anyway. So you're yeah. at two point five to start off with. Um, so I, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. how you know, dumb people spend their money, but I don't know.
0: That is I don't true.
1: know who am I? Who am I? <laughs> but. Yeah. I, I was born in a um, I was raised in a trailer, grew up in a house and then, you know, try to make the most of you know my life as I can. So I'm not saying that I'm coming from wealth for sure, but I'm definitely coming. I have more now than I ever have in my life. It's not because of that I'm making the same mistakes that, you know, the people before me in my family have have made. I'm trying to learn from their mistakes and. Grow up on that, but I will be honest. Here in America in 2020, it's harder than it ever has. With the the wage gap is ridiculous, um, and it just things cost so much money now. Like the price inflation has gone up like, and I'm just making this thing up. It's like six times of what things should have were like even 20 30 years ago. But in that same 20 30 years, we haven't increased wages that, that much to catch up with inflation on goods and services so it doesn't make any sense so i don't know
0: yeah um well we'll hop on there's two more store or two more news things and we've kind of already touched on one uh one kind of fits in with what we've already talked about so we'll just kind of touch on these for just a second and then we'll kind of talk about our own 2020s kind of thing so the last or okay. one that we missed as far as deaths was uh eddie van halen <clears throat> died uh
1: not big on him um i i mean listen you're, to you're not the music for <laughs> i am not like hot i had for to teacher. listen to that, that music when my uh when i was in the car with my mom and i didn't have radio rights to you know hit the dial um, cuz that was a thing and so i had to listen to all that stuff but i wasn't big on it no
0: um i honestly like never i mean i listened to some like classic rock kind of stuff growing up like you know you hear it in commercials or you see it you know hear it around other people or whatever but like growing up like we we pretty much listened to country music or like my mom listened to like christian or gospel kind of stuff or whatever um but so like i didn't really listen to it a lot and then like the main thing that got me into like some older rock stuff was guitar hero like some of those songs like that's the first time i'd ever even heard them and like just playing guitar, hero kind of got me into yeah. some of that stuff. So I mean, I, I'm I don't mind the sound of Van Halen, but I'm not like a huge Van Halen fan like a lot of other people. But um, that was one one of the major deaths that happened in this year that I didn't touch on earlier. Catch, catch, and catch. then uh, the last one was just uh, Biden becoming president. Like um, as far as the voting stuff or whatever, even after all the stuff happening and. All these states that are supposedly, you know, um, voting fraud and all this kind of stuff that, yeah, that Trump's kinda... claiming. But um, anyway, so that's kind of that stuff. But I kind of want to go back and touch like these. A lot of these things have been like negative things that have happened, and I mean some of them have been positive, but uh, a lot of it's been negative stuff. But I'll be honest, like from March to like June, when I was not having to do anything, like everything shut down, and I was just staying home and like playing minecraft and playing video games like that was some of the best like months of my life like now i'm going to worry about doing anything else like it's like you know you can't even be like hey i got to run to the store up stores closed so i I I don't have to even do that but i mean i enjoyed like i felt like over the years like we've kind of gone from like you know hitting YouTube real hard to like go to Twitch and then we've gone back to YouTube and back to Twitch, back to YouTube, back to Twitch, all this kind of stuff. Um, but I really feel like for the first time that I really built like a Twitch community, like I've had, I've always had people that, you know, come to your stream and my stream or come to speedy inside and all that kind of stuff, you know, and they just crew fans and they come in or whatever. And I've had some people that have been there, but I feel like over that break, just because like everybody was off work like everybody was like had nothing else to do, so they'd like come to streams and stuff and like I feel like for the first time I really got close to and like got to know a lot of people like in my stream, so I felt like it kind of built like a a real community for the first time like I'd had people that are in there you know when I stream they'd be in there every night and that kind of thing, but I feel like everybody was just willing to like open up about their lives about you know everything, so I felt like it really built, like, a really big community throughout 2020. And it's kind of, you know, it slowed down. Everybody had to go back to work. You know, life happens um, and all that kind of stuff. But I felt like for the first time, like, during that time, like, everything was just, like, a huge community. Like, everybody that was, you know, come over and they would come support, you know, me and my stream. Then they'd come over to your stream um, and, you know, support you over there and then go to Sides or Gs or whatever. Like, I felt like everybody was just, like, I don't know. And even, you know, people didn't have jobs and they'd still come in and be like, you know, like, I I love you guys. Sorry, I can't afford to, to sub or whatever. And then somebody would step up and gift them a sub. Just be like, hey, man, glad you're here kind of thing. So yeah. I feel like for the first time, like it really felt like it was a huge, like a family, like a community kind of thing versus just, you know, us. I mean, and I guess it was already kind of like that, but it's just on a larger scale now with yeah. all that. Yeah.
1: We have uh, doubled in size, I think, for all of us. Like uh, The amount of people that have watched uh, you, that have watched me, uh, Speedy side. um, I I feel, for me, I have almost quadrupled in size on average amount of people. I think I started the year in January, February. I looked at my numbers. I was averaging around 60 people in stream uh, on average. And to be honest, I wasn't playing games that were... Very intriguing to play to watch, um, but since COVID hit and there was a lot more people that had a lot more time, and then we kind of hit a little bit of growth spurt. We had some good games come out, including Among Us. Uh, Among Us is my number one game right now, and uh, the lobbies that I'm uh, that I'm in uh, have a lot of new people that are coming by because they're wanting to check me out for the first time because I'm playing with uh, like a, a larger uh, influencers and stuff. But uh, once they get to my chat, they're finding that we really have really wholesome chats whether it be your chat, my chat, whoever's chat um, that we've kind of been on this platform for six plus years and we have these uh, communities kind of already built in where a lot of new streamers don't really have that Uh, I I feel like if you go to a lot of streams nowadays, everyone has the notion that uh, I'm the streamer, you're here to watch me um, I'm going to focus on the game and not focus on my community I think we have it kind of uh, flip flopped. i think we have focused more on our community than most people do and then uh if they're here to watch the game i could be playing you know paper mario or um playing resident sleeper it wouldn't matter i'd would have a lot of people in my stream watching me because of the community a lot of people come to my stream because of the people there not because of me and there are a lot of people come for you know getting their you know daily social hour on or um, just to check in with people and create smaller communities, um, because there's a lot of people that also want to be content creators. So they'll come in, they will get acquainted with people in the stream. Those people will then go over and support some of the uh, other people from uh, my stream. Uh, but they tend to always come back and um, support me as well, which is which is super awesome, and I, I really appreciate that. And, and I want the community to be to be first on my uh, on my channel. Um, but I do like seeing new people. And I think a lot of people that are in my stream over and over again see a lot of new faces. Uh, there's a lot of second-month subs uh, because that first month was given out by somebody in my community, like you were saying. And the second month, they come back and they sub on their own. And that's that's an amazing feeling when you see a lot of two-month subs or brand-new subs. Um, that's pretty cool. So. I have to say a big shout out to everybody that's been supporting my channel, d 20s channel, side, Speedy, whoever, G18, whoever, um, because it has been making a big difference in our communities. Uh, the community stays strong because you guys keep coming back and, and talking to each other, helping each other out. Um, and I, I don't know. I think 2020 has been the best year content creation for me, probably since 2013, 2014. Uh, but in 2013, 2014, I didn't know anyone. I didn't have any kind of relationship with anybody in my stream. Now I think I have a relationship with most people that are in my stream. Um, and it's hard sometimes. It's hard to ha- be uh, neutral when you have two people that are fighting in your stream or have a relationship and then they break up or whatever it might be. You have to be that in-between person. Um, so I kind of have to keep up with my community, but that's part of the whole whole deal in the first place. So um i enjoy it i'm i'm very blessed to be where i'm at when it comes to my community and and how much they support me and and i'm ready for 2021 i really am i think we're gonna even go above and beyond where we were this year and i'm very happy if we stayed the same in 2021 as we are in 2020 i would be perfectly happy and and not worry about a thing i would be the happiest person in the world so i'm happy where we're at right now
0: yeah and if you if you just came across this podcast or whatever and uh, you don't know where to find our streams, we both uh stream over on Twitch. Uh mine is uh, twitch.tv twitch TV slash the D twenty and of course yours is you can go ahead and shout your stuff out. The
1: deluxe for yep. and so yeah. If you just type in deluxe, I think you'll find both of us um into the Twitch search. But uh if not you can search us up on Google, search us up on Twitch the deluxe four and the D twenty.
0: Yep. Yep. And again, I mean, we try to have a lot of fun over there. There's, I mean, a lot of times I'll be playing a game and I'll look over at chat and I don't even know what they're talking about, but they're just like, right. they're just going at it, like talking about you know, all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, uh, I don't even know where to. Can somebody just give me a recap of what happened in the last few minutes? Cause <laughs> I, I was looking away and I don't even know what was going on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it has been an amazing year despite all the stuff, the negative stuff that we talked about in the first half of the show or this, um, podcast here um but i mean it's it's been amazing in that like we've been able to create more content just because like so many people were able to come out that just couldn't you know just like man i was i was a fan of you guys when i was you know in high school or in college and like now you know real life's kind of hit me in the face and (laughs) you know like i don't ever have time to come to any of your streams or any of that kind of stuff but now that everything's shut down i'm able to come And so that's been awesome just to see people come back or like even people that I hadn't seen in a stream for like two or three years and they come back and be like, Hey man, so long, you know, it's been so long since I've seen you and all that kind of stuff. So again, like I think the crew as a whole just has like the best community because even, I mean, Speedy has so many more people watching uh, than either one of us, but like when his, you know, like when he raids us, there's so many of his people that just hang around just to watch our stream. Even though, like, a lot of times when you raid somebody, everybody's like, well, exit out. Like, I'm done. They're raiding somebody, you of know, thing or whatever. But um, I just think as a whole, the crew, like, the fans have been awesome just, like, coming and supporting, um, you know, people like me that are smaller than Speedy or or you or Side or whatever and just coming and hanging out in our chat for a little while. And uh, so I think that's been awesome. But uh, the GFY Podcast, guys, if you haven't subscribed to it wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure you subscribe to it. That way you can keep up with when we get new episodes. We're trying to get back on top of it and get some episodes out to you guys. Uh, we just, you know, so many things going on and I feel like we've tried to spend as much of our free time as we can streaming. Cause we've been enjoying it so much, just playing games and, and streaming. So it's kind of hard to sit down for an hour and, uh, or find an hour to have somebody come on and, and, uh, talk to you guys. But, um, I've been enjoying it. I know you've been enjoying the streaming and stuff like that as well. But uh yeah, you got anything else you want to add before we sign off for 2020?
1: That's it, man. Just keep it up. And uh, I appreciate all the people that come by and tell us that they enjoyed the podcast and uh if you haven't used your Twitch Prime, uh on a month, don't forget about D20 and I. We would love to have your Twitch Prime. And yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. So, again, make sure you subscribe or whatever they call it, wherever you listen to podcast, (laughs) but make sure that you're, you're getting through all your episodes. And if this is the first time you're listening, we have over 40 or 50 even episodes up already from our previous season. So definitely go check those out. We're going to be catching up, like you said, with some new people, um, in the next coming months. And we're also going to be going back and, um, you know, talking to some people that we maybe haven't talked to since like one of the first, couple of episodes of the podcast so i think it's gonna be fun and we're gonna to try to get back on top of it you guys hold us to it you know you guys always come in like man i'm caught up on gfy podcast like when are we gonna get a new episode and we're trying we're trying to get them to you but we're trying we're trying yeah anyway but thank you guys so much for listening to us and uh we'll see you guys next time